Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. I vote Dan. Yeah, which one are you doing the opening? Go ahead. I vote for Dan because yeah. Dan is Dungeon Master. I'll second that. Well, I mean, there's still two votes. We can come to a tie. I don't think I can remember it. <laughs> Good Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognar the Young, the Young Grognar, kicking it day alive with the Beckons of the Herald of Steel campaign. Uh, sorry. The adventure, the kings, and the quest as Cabellum. In the last episode of the show, our friends got a little slippy slimy, a little wet and wild as they adventured deep within the holy grottos of the uh, era's, era's setting here. Um, they are deep into the uh, bowels of this temple, hoping to find their friend, though the farther they get down here, the more they meet the holy, quote-unquote, denizens of this place. The more they see creepy, slimy, tentacled fishermen, the more they start to recognize and realize that this place may not be all it seems, and Ira may be in deeper doo-doo than was first sniffed. So with that, our party, after reaching the deeper bowels of this place, the barracks deep within, uh, happened to come across not only big, strange, cavernous pools seemingly connecting this underground location, but they also seem to encounter some of those strange tentacled individuals. Jarzak tried to teach one a secret handshake. He happened to get the snack that smiles back, got slapped in the face, tasered in the brain, and they slithered away down their aquatic pool after first giving a firm eyeballing of the party. Uh, if memory serves correctly, in a strange fishy tone, they told you to come with them. The party, I believe the last, I guess, important note is that you guys had encountered the uh, little notes in our friend the Hierophant's desk mentioning something about requiring sacrifices brought to era deep within the uh, communication pool down in the uh, old chambers there. So the party sits within something of like an imprisoning room, some sort of a holding chamber with a bunch of those go-go cages, manacles and the like, uh, the deep pool before them, and a couple of slimy fish dudes that just slithered away, leaving Jarzak with a hell of a hangover in his brains. So uh, what would you like to do now? Guys, that fucking hurt. Uh... Let's not not shake hands with them. They Do you need us, some help? They want us to go with them? I mean, this is okay. I'll be fine. I'm, I'm tough, you know. You know how it is. Don't just give him a nod and he's back at the pool. What are you doing at the pool? There's no lifeguard on duty. 
Well, let's, do we want to check out other rooms? Yeah, Do we I don't want to, want to. do we want to seal off this hole? Just like flip a desk on top of it. Oh, it's a big hole. Yep, it's like fifteen feet wide. Let's let's flip two desks on top of it. Damn. Jarzak's just weakness. standing back by the doorway, putting his hands up, like measuring. Like, yeah, that that seems like it could work. Still with us. Yeah. Let's just try to avoid getting too close to the pools from now on. Yeah. So with that in mind, is the party going to leave and try to go down a different passageway? Norhill yeah. thinks that would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's nowhere to go forward in here, right? Other I mean, than I the pool of water. We could just yeah, sit not down. unless you want to go swimming, which seems like a horrible idea. Then we'd be swimming with the fishes, and I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, most times that people hear that phrase, it's not always associated with good stuff but you know <laughs> so that the uh should have changed one of those place. zombie sharks when we had the chance just saying <laughs> come on sparky just got two buckets of water on his <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even need it he's already dead <laughs> i don't know if the locals will agree with that but you know like can't you see he's been through enough <laughs> there's still so much more to bring him through um, but yeah, the last room that you guys were, were in was a room full of altars and religious artifacts. There was two passageways you could go down. You guys chose to go right into this room here. And so there was still the left passage. Okay, let's go to the left. Apparently okay. the right has failed me this time. So maybe, well, you know. maybe we don't always go right. Well, some people say left is always right. Yeah, I went. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Let's go. Well. So the party <laughs> travels down that passageway. Is the marching order still Norhill, Van Klika, Jarzak, Anton? Or? Anton, Jarzak. <laughs> okay, Jarzak well. usually last. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take it. So with that, uh, Norhill reaches for the other door, and this door seems just as ornate as the entryway to this chamber of shrines. So it seems like it's another fancy door. Is it locked? No, doesn't seem so. Does it have a big handprint for Jarzak to put his hand on? <laughs> Two stone golems approach me. <laughs> wonder what these guys want. Jarzak's like, water's for everybody. Go back to where you were. I've already decided. We solved this. It's easy. Easy puzzle. Instead, it's the freaking like, we have a five-gallon jug and a four-gallon jug. How oh, many I, love, of- I love these puzzles. I did them all the time as a kid. <laughs> Before the Jarzak fi- <laughs> just mathematics savant, but he just has never had an outlet for his mathematics. <laughs> so he's just <laughs> hanging out with the devil instead. But anyway, um, well, what else was he supposed to do? Uh, but yeah, the door itself is uh, embold- emblazoned with images of the sea, images of rain falling, you know, currents, oceanic animals and whatnot. But yeah, it's very fancy. It doesn't look locked at all. All right, then Norhill is going to attempt to open the door quietly. Okay, you say so. We get a seven. Good. 
Great. So the door creaks open a little bit with rust from the uh, uh, from the waters of this place, seeming to add some squeak and squelch to the door hinges. You push the door open, and before you is a, a hallway that stretches back about 30 feet. And at every sort of 10-foot interval on the left and on the right, there's a small pool that looks to be about ankle deep with crystal clear water inside of it. And each one has standing beside it an image of Ira in different poses, uh, different sort of variations of what she looks like, though, as on average, they all kind of look the same as if different depictions over the years or different groups had come together with their understood visual of what she looks like. It doesn't look like she's aging through the pictures, but some of them show her as an old woman. Some of them show her as a young woman, etc. At the end of this chamber, however, is a large set of double doors, and the double doors look sort of like the door you just pushed open, but they definitely look a little bit more reinforced, and they definitely look to be made of a very fine material. All right. Uh, Norhill is going to make his way down the hallway, and as he does, he's kind of going to zigzag. So at any given point, he is as far from these pools of water as he can get. Fair enough. We can't see anything. Yeah, there's no like pits in the pools, right? It's they're just pools. No. Yeah. It's just like a marble basin. It's too bad they're not connected because then Cleek would just lazy river through this bitch. Can what? He wants to put his hands in one of them. Okay, so as you take your first steps into this room at all, you feel that magnetism that you sensed before pulling behind the double doors and as you walk a little bit in to get close to one of the pools to touch it um, you feel that magnetism pulling you and something again begs for help this time more clear as if sort of the ringing of like a tuning fork is starting to stop waving and become more of a solidified single ringing note begging for your help and as you put your hand into one of these pools here you feel the sort of coolness of the water and sort of warm like at the inside of your hand but cool to the skin you feel as if like connecting like a plug into a wall as if the sound of something begging for help and you sticking your hand in the water it's like putting on the earbuds it's like 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 uh i don't want to say this enveloping yourself in the energy that's trying to summon you and as you put your hand into the water you feel a sense of rejuvenation as your hit points are entirely replenished. So, what would you guys like to do now? I know Kalika said the lazy river, but she doesn't have a ticket. The line is ridiculous, and the fast pass line is somehow ironically fat is longer. Also, they charge for tubes. <laughs> Fuck. Also, oh, is not tall enough to ride alone. No. <laughs> Jarzak gets seasick. <laughs> it's oh. a lazy river, Jarzak. <laughs> just curious, the tone and voice Anton's hearing, he just simply hears, like, it's still asking for help. Like, it's still that same kind of message. It sounds feminine at this point. Okay. And it sounds haggard, like the clearness of the wave coming to like a single singularity, like you hear it come to like a humanized sort of pitch. 
And I can still tell it's coming in the direction of the double of the other set of double doors. Oh, certainly. As if walking into the threshold of this room was you sort of like kicking the actual tuning fork. Like stepping in here and all of a sudden you got that ear ringing noise. And Todd like gently removes his handling the water, any dribbles of water return back to the basin and he kind of hurries over toward the door and he thinks he says we have to go through here. It's got to be the source of it all. Uh, Norhill's going to uh, approach the doors and to, like close enough to touch it and you know just you know take them in and have a look at them. What the doors? Yeah. So you see like macrocosmic sort of designs here where you see like large like whales and aquatic birds and stuff that make up sort of like the whole diagram of these doors here. But as you get closer, you recognize that each of the whales is composed of hundreds of other smaller little fishy creatures. And as you get even closer and look really, really close in on it, each of the fish are just rolling waves that sort of take on like a, a design that makes them look like fish shaped. But each one of them is just thousands of tiny little spirals that together make this humongous image. Um, but these doors are adorned with uh, marble as well as fancy little gemstones, tons and tons of little bits of sea glass. And the door handles on this are two big giant brass rods. I know who's gonna check and make sure that there's no traps. <laughs> Just rock trap. <laughs> Just chilling right about the door, just a shoebox full of rocks. But like, damn, no, our defenses. One never knows. Uh, 17 investigation. Yeah, there's a box of rocks hanging out above the door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a kid with a slingshot. <laughs> He's hanging out on the other side. Yeah. Um, no, somebody put a thumbtack on the door handle. Like, what a jerk. Um, hey, I don't but know, no, Dan. It, I've it played games like with it. you before when the same poison trap happened twice. Look, okay, you ding-dongs were the same ones who grabbed every door handle you could find, okay? It's not my fault you didn't learn. Door <laughs> handles are meant to be grabbed. <laughs> That's why it's a good trap. I mean, Kazak just poison. pushes the doors or puts his hands All right. on it. So. Uh, Anton shows that there's something behind this door. Is everyone ready? Uh, Klika's still trying to figure out the, well, see, so when you get into the park, you get tokens, and then for rides, you exchange the tokens for tickets, but then certain rides need premium tickets, so you have to go to, I, just give me a minute, just give Klika a minute. It cuts down on crowd congestion, uh, both because it controls the lines and causes people to leave out of frustration. Did you guys rent a locker? Because you're somebody's gonna have to hold all the things and not go swimming today. <laughs> yeah, that's Norhill. Norhill easily gets seasick. <laughs> Norhill's the grumpy dad who just goes to the amusement park. It doesn't go on any rides or do anything. Just wears full-on jeans to the water park. Highly <laughs> goes to one of the restaurants, sees the prices, and just you can feel his frustration even though he's not saying anything you just shaking his head slowly yeah. i'm sort of Pulls imagining up. like you know ron swanson from parks and rec but with just the fallen dwarf beard wearing jorts <laughs> it's like i know it's a scam but the kids are hungry. so anyway okay 
Yeah, so we're, we're at the door, is good. right? <laughs> All right, so yeah, open uh, the door. Yeah, right. Wait, you what? Gotta open the door. Save Yura. Okay. Um. Uh, could I have everybody roll an intelligence saving throw for no important reason? Oh no. Ah. It does not that smart. <laughs> well. Norhill rolled an eight. What if I'm not? Oh, I did too. Kalika oh. <laughs> got the best. <laughs> this is it, everyone. Fumble? Nope. Jarzak also got an eight, and Kalika got a ten. <laughs> or Jarzak got a seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. Jarzak got a seven. Kalika got a ten right in the middle. Nice and easy. And what did Anton get? What the fuck? <laughs> I guess I found your one weakness. For the rest, none of, the of us use intelligence. Y'all, we're not that. They're not that smart. Are you crazy? I, like, <laughs> into, uh, look like into, reads books. I'm giving you advantage. Okay. Did you not the remember magnetism? As soon as you pull the door open, okay, the magnetism is released. What did you get with advantage? Give me a minute, one second. Okay, uh, for anybody listening, she's painting her fucking nails right now. We're we're holding the game hostage for a tone of pink. It's very, it's it's a very nice tone of pink. Uh, yeah, we're gonna see. You take what? What about if Jarzak's not in the room though? Yeah, if you take if you take what she got and divide it by two. So the party open up the doors and the room has a humidity and a certain cool dampness that you would imagine if you guys were cold would be like the most unpleasant thing. But the warmth makes this place almost seem like a like a like a healing sort of uh, sauna. Right. It's like this warm, humid air that kind of pulls you in and sort of helps fill your lungs with this like rejuvenating breath. But as you look inside of here, it's a grotto with uh i guess it arcs back about 80 feet or so before you is a landing that stretches about like 15 to 20 feet it's like a small beach but then it just plunks into water okay there's a bunch of stones that seem to rise up out of the water in different spots in here about five of these little platforms but obviously the most important thing that you guys see as you walk into here and see bioluminescent fungus sort of dangling from the ceiling and small chandeliers uh is what appears to be era and she sits there on the ground and sort of like a slumped over on her thigh like like on her side she's like barely keeping herself up and she's dragging herself towards you guys and she in a very helpless way reaches out to the party and just says please i'm so glad you came you must help me come with me in the waters there is something you need to see Please. And each and every one of you are very compelled by this for reasons unknown. <laughs> but you did say right when those doors opened, the pole disappeared, right? Yeah, because you like you it came to like crescendo, like all the magnetism oh. up to this point. The door opens and you're like, ta-da. The little, the little GPS voice says, you have reached your destination. Can, 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 can I do an insight? 
No, you fucking can't. That's why uh, I said. No, no, no you're compelled. All right, you're no, we'll say. So let's roll for initiative as yeah. we take a nice walk and a dip into the water. Uh, I'm going to try to see it. Roll. First low, of all, roll goes in first. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to see. Got 17. I'm straight average today. That's another 10 plus 5, 15. Let's see if I can just roll 10 on everything. All right, hold on. I got to get this initiative down. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's times like this where I'm like, man, how can I get that party? Well, Saving throws. Easy peasy. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Could have told you that day one. <laughs> I mean, anything but a charisma save for Jarzak is pretty tough. I mean, well, here we go. tank strength and con, but nothing else. So what do we get for our initiatives? In town, guys, Everybody 17. get above 20? No. Oh, yikes. Okay. So you got a 15. Norhill got an 8. Oh, Jarzak God. got a 2. Low goes first, like you said. Go yeah. ahead, Jarzak. I'm Give her a the touch. most compelled to jump in. Let's go. I use my bonus action to move forward. I use my full dash. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What did Anton get? Stop yelling at 17. me. 17. You got what? 17. Oh, 17. Okay. Okay, great. So with that, yeah, Anton's at the top of the list. The magnetism has come to fruition, and you are the most compelled. Ira sits there in all of her beauty and all of her tranquility, though she looks pained as she starts to pull herself towards the crystal clear pools behind her and starts pulling herself in and saying, please, you must help me. It's deep in the pool and you must save me. Can he do a heel check on a god, goddess? Is that a thing? She looks like she's beat up, but that's not your concern right now. Your concern is getting in that pool since that's what she said. Now get on it. Then he's gonna, I don't know if he's strong enough to pick her up and try to, Toss her in the pool. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no you're not Ira tossing is already her in the pool. You're being con- compelled to enter the pool. But it looks like she yeah. wants to go in the pool too. So I thought we were going to go. She's to going it. in the pool. She doesn't need you to throw her out. in. She's dying. And you're like, wait a minute. Who's going to help her? Let me, get into the let me pool. hurl this elderly woman at a pool of water. Okay. He'll walk. He'll help her and walk her into the pool. <laughs> get no, her. Right, she's like she was like seal sliding into the pool and saying as she was oh. sliding in to follow her to the pool to help her. She is now in the water. I don't know why you keep trying to pick her up and hurt her more. Okay, he's just going in the water. <laughs> I also appreciate that this is like if this were a meme, it'd be like Anton like holding on with each of his fingers on the cliff edge, and each one of the fingers that like lifts up is like, let me get an inside check. Can I do a heel check? Can I can I pick her up? <laughs> like, wait, can I turn around at any point? It's like, nope. So with that, Anton walks over to the pool, steps foot inside, yeah. and starts to swim into the pool. And yeah. It's crystal clear. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. This isn't my choice, Dan. Fo- this is your choice. You're making oh, it. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> great, great, great. The irony of me getting you guys your miniatures only to kill them all off. <laughs> Immortalized as they died. All right, so next in line is Kleeka. What's she going to do, Cleeks? 
Wait, did you need me to roll something really quick? You were, you were I sure don't. Don't you worry about it. You go swimming in there into the gentle, near buoyant, salty pool. Think the drops oh, no. all, of, all of her tokens and her tickets and her premium tickets and the meal pass she bought. Just hops into the water. She's good okay. to go. There's no lines here. Better. This is great. I hate every bit of this. So go ahead and Klika is going to follow after. If I have to, yeah. Unless I can do anything else. You know, if you had those elf potions here, this would change a lot of things. It would. Advantage on checks versus compulsions. Who does? Elves? Elves. Yeah, that's why I said it. But, you know, so with that, as Klika and Anton start waddling into the pool and make it about yeah, I mean, I guess you'd probably double move to get in there, right? So, yeah, you're about 15 feet into the pool of water waiting out there. <sighs> what's Klinka's uh, armor class? 21. Are we going to get boiled like eggs? <laughs> you know, when I say there's Ronnieisms in a campaign where you mm-hmm. just shoot from the hip and say things that you yep. think might happen. Boiled like eggs, you said? Yep. <laughs> It turns out it was all just but one big pressure cooker. That was yeah, that's what's happening. That's happen. No, no, no. Klika <laughs> gets attacked by a strange tentacle monster. Anton boils like an egg. He may he could have boiled like like a small Polish dumpling, but nay nay, the egg be the fate of Anton. So with that, yeah, one tentacle reaches up and grasps for Klika's throat, and it wraps around her throat. And deals. Can I use shield? No. Okay. I don't think you'd be able to get your reaction in on that. Well, actually, no. Yeah, you can use shield if you'd like to. Okay. Because I got a 26 on the roll. Well, meets it, beats it. Oh, is it the case? Oh, damn. Okay, well, with that, the shield tings up as some strange monster seems to be attacking you as you're making your way towards our friend, the... Uh, uh, era's, era's whatever the fuck she's doing in this pool. Um, the other tentacle comes up and reaches for Norhill, I mean Anton, to uh, to boil him in the pool like an egg and wraps around his throat. What's your armor class? I know I beat it, I just want for personal reasons. Sorry, it's a 16. I, I forgot to remove shield of faith. Yeah, and you can't it use is a shield 16. when you float with the one. All right, so with that, uh, Anton takes 14 points of damage as the tentacle wraps around your neck and starts trying to strangle the life out of you. God damn it. Yeah, not great. Follow other gods. No, and then the last tentacle tries to reach for Klika again. And this one doesn't even make it up to you as you're swimming too too deftly uh, at this point. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, fuck me. Okay, well, there's that. And now, um, yeah, I guess it goes to fucking Norhill. How does Why Norhill this react to seeing his allies attacked in this way? Oh, I don't know. Something's coming to kill them, but Ira really needs your help. And this thing is trying to prevent you from completing your goal of following Ira. So, I mean, you know, that sucks. But you got to okay. go with it, right? Uh, yeah, they're in the pool, right? True. Okay. Uh, how far away from the water's edge are they? At this point, 15 feet. Uh, how far away is Norhill from the pool? 
30 feet. I'll give it to you at 25. Take it or leave it. Okay. Um, Norhill is going to run up. Uh, Lady Ira, watch out. It's dangerous. And then try to attack one of the tentacles. Okay. So that would mean I'm going to need you to do an athletics check to try to get in there, hoofing it to try to get past the swim speed issue. Okay. 13? Hmm? 13? Okay, I'll give it to you. So yeah, you go quickly wading out in there, and as you go below the surface, you see what kind of looks like, you know what placos are? Like the big giant placo fish? I'm talking no. about the suckers? Yeah, sort of almost like a like a speeder kind of shaped fish monster with a big suction cup mouth. Some gigantic minivan sized fish monster just below the surface of the water as you wade out there and start swinging for the tentacles. As soon as you get below the surface, you see this thing wading in here. And yeah, it's just got tentacles and big gigantic holes on the side of its head that it's using to like kind of breathe. But now that you've gone below the surface just a second to try to swing at it, um, you can tell that it's letting out reverberations into the pool of water that seem to be sort of maybe a way of it communicating or just breathing or something. But there is a brutal sense of intelligence within its eyes as it looks back at you. And the eyeballs on this thing are otherworldly orbs, a whole series of rows of them darting back its giant sloped head. Norville's going to try to hit it in the head. Well. Uh, do I have to roll with disadvantage or something for being underwater? Uh, I figure you could be at the water surface and swinging down at it. Because you're swimming, that's going to be kind of fucky. So I guess that would be the case at disadvantage, yeah. Now, alternatively, you could try to land on one of the stony blocks around it. There are a few landing pads inside this giant pool here. There are a total of five of them. And this thing seems to be perched in the middle of all five. Does that count as being in the pool? I could have counted it as an athletics check for you to jump in the direction of the pool and being able to get to the uh, floaty monster. So I had gotten a 13 on that earlier check. Is that good enough? Yeah. Okay, so now I can just swing at it normally? Yeah. Uh, But I don't think a 10 is going to be good enough to hit it. Nope. No, it's not. Uh, and <laughs> I have had a natural 20. Wait, why did you roll again? Extra attack. Oh, you bitch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no. uh, do I get the extra lightning damage on a crit, too? Uh, extra weapon damage, so I believe so, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, this. Yeah, any die roll, I think you double. Nice, nice. Uh, so that's going to be a total of uh, 25 piercing and lightning damage. Okay. As I do apparently succeed in hitting it in the head. You sure do. And as you smash into it, the thing winces to the side, and you guys that are swimming sense like a riptide in the water as something seems to like disturb the water and move it around a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, Ira is still there in the water, begging you to follow her deeper into the pool, farther to the far left corner of this cave, where it appears there's almost like a like an underwater cave mouth that descends deeper and deeper into the pool. But it seems like our friend here, the fish monster, not disturbed as much as one would think, definitely offended as uh, Norhill 
the face of this fish monster seems to surface to the water for like a split second. And I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Can you roll Absolutely. me a wisdom saving throw? I can certainly try. How do you spell TPK anyway? Well, that's going to be a five. <laughs> Why is this how the campaign ends? Well, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, after you hit the thing in the head, a, a voice seems to enter your mind for just a split second as you smacked at this fish thing. And it says, in your head, you hear like this, like clear thought comes to you. It's not even a voice, but a thought comes to you that the true issue here is the two people who were not brave enough to come into the water to help Ira. I mean, sorry, the one person who was not brave enough to come to the water to help Ira. And thus, it is your life's duty at this point to slay Jarzak. There is no <laughs> question that the true deceiver in the party, the one most worthy of death, stands on the shore, a coward not climbing into the water. The only attempt he'll make to swim is merely a facade, as clearly the three most honest individuals, even though you're not wet yet, uh, have made their way to the water. So, uh, yeah, recovering from that big swing, Norhill's going to sort of uh, spin around and level his weapon at Jarzak. I always knew you were a coward and a liar. Have at. Oh, drunk Norhill. No, don't say what you thought. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's always. I'm fun. going to be mind controlled. I get to role play the mind control. <laughs> you sure you don't want me to do it and make and mock your accent? No, I'm just kidding. So at this point, um, wet, sloppy, slimy feet from the back area seem to be slapping down the hallway. Uh, as Jarzak, you can tell from behind you that a couple of giant tentacled fish monsters seem to be hurtling their way in your direction. But that's not as important as following Ira into this pool. I promise. It's not as important. <laughs> this is so fucked. So, Jarzak, on your turn, with those strange tentacle fish monsters about 30 feet behind you, what would you like to do? Oh, wait a minute. Go for a dip? I, I agree. That is yeah. a very good so, idea. So, I saw this fish thing attack uh, Norhill, right? Yeah. And Klika? Was it the same sure. one? Yeah, it's all the same thing. Okay, okay. Who's further ahead? Well, no, no, no. The fish monsters that are behind you running down the hallway are the strange pale ones that gave you the secret handshake. The fish monster in the pool? The... Yeah. That guy, he he has tried to swing at all three of your friends. But the only reason why Norhill was attacking it was because it was blocking Ira's path. Okay, good, so. good, good, good. The only thought you have is protecting Ira at this point, our our lordess and savior. Okay, then I'm gonna uh, cast hex on it. Well, hold on. The compulsion that you felt was to go towards Ira. Yes. So if you want to smack him on the way, by all means. But yep. Standing on the beach, that would be living up to Norhill's fantasies about you. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to move too. Don't worry. This is okay. part of it. This gets me to move more. Oh, what's the heck? How, what kind of action is the hex? Bonus? Uh, just a regular action. Okay. And then I can 
How far away is it? From you? Yeah. It's about 40 or so feet. Okay, Jarzak will then move 10 feet up. He will then teleport 30 feet and go right behind it and then move another 20 down underwater. To be underneath it? Well, I'm going in the water. Yeah, he, so, he got uh, right yeah. past it to get the era. Yeah. What? Top priority. He skipped the whole... Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving these suckers hold behind. Okay, so hold on. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Fish monster is to the side of the era conga line, okay? So you're teleporting behind the fish monster to be like in front of era, like anticipating where they're going? Yeah. Or are you trying to flank with the fish monster? No, I'm trying to get to era. Okay, so you teleport. Okay, so yeah, yeah you, you fly into the water and teleport and- directly next to era quote-unquote yeah okay perfect okay we love to see it very well um yeah so at this point now um fuck me i guess love to see that um norhill uh i really hate to do this to you (sighs) well i guess everybody um uh can i cast my hex though yeah, what do the hex actually do? Uh, deals necrotic damage. Ooh, how much? 1d6. Uh, a lot. <laughs> how much uh, How much damage does it do a turn? 1d6 and then it just like adds an effect or? Oh, until the spell ends, I deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage. But I'm going to pick uh, Wisdom for the saving throw. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, so it has a disadvantage on it, I believe. Okay, fair enough. And so with that, uh, as an act of retribution, something in the water is very unhappy that you guys are following Era, clearly. But you can't leave Era behind. So everybody takes eight psychic damage, real quick. You know, this is such an annoying call. Wait a minute, so I this feel is bad not even. era. I'm very confused. <laughs> Whoever said that? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> None of us and... got healed except for Anton, right? By the pools. Uh, that yeah, that, that healing started to go not not really last much longer. <laughs> you know, I think of the same thing. Um, yeah, Orhill was already bloodied when we started, so so Did that. Uh, yeah, so at this point, it goes to Anton at the top of the initiative. Ira uh, continues to swim forward deeper into the pool as she goes below the water surface and starts heading in the direction of that dark chasm leading underwater. Well, Anton's being strangled at the moment, so he's going to use uh, burning hands to get the tentacle off his throat so he can go down. I mean, it, it let go. It's not actually restraining you or anything. Oh, it's not? And I'm pretty sure the fire spells don't actually work underwater in this edition. Uh, fire spells do work underwater. That's so fucking weird. They work underwater in 3.5, too. SpongeBob rules, bro. That's really weird, because I saw a magic item that allowed for fire spells to work underwater. I'm checking just to be sure. Because so this is going to mean a, point... a big world of difference for Anton if fireballs do or do not work. Do you remember the name of the magic item? No. Well, so so at this point, Anton can simply swim away and swim toward Ira. 
the power of a compulsion effect is a very ugly thing, you know? But well, I would just wait until we I'm get... trying to make sure he's, like, not being attacked anymore and he could just go. Google yeah. All it gave me was Reddit links. Okay. Well, in that case, we'll just we'll just suggest that you can use the fire damage underwater. I'm not going to take that from you and just absolutely slight Anton like that. But yeah, if you swim at your full speed behind uh, Ira, you'll do fine to enter that cavern behind her and be well out of the distance of this strange grappling fish monster. Yep, missing it too. Very well. So Anton swims down into the waters, into the depths, and as you do, oh goodness, can you roll a perception check real quick? Sure. And Kalika, were you going to do anything funky fancy on your turn? No, Kalika's just going to keep going. Swim and wiggle can, him. Can you, can you roll a perception check too then? Yes. What did, uh, what did Anton get? An 11. Okay. Five. Okay. So Anton and Klika swimming down into the water, opening your eyes down here, you can see a, a humming, vibrating force uh, through this little tunnel. Klika just sees a blurry, glowing sort of light kind of humming and emanating. Anton, you feel that strange magnetism pulling through the cloud of compulsion in your head. Uh, you see at the end of this tunnel space here a giant fragment of ice that seems to be wedged into the earth with what looks to be era inside of it frozen solid she is a pained expression on her face but it's hard to tell very well from this distance and the era that's in front of you seems to be swimming towards that one begging you to come and release the 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 decoy this demonic uh, doppelganger this this beast that dares live in her image and yeah wait, she's about so, 60 feet away from you wait so she wants me to freeze the evil unfreeze the evil one why would she want me to do that so you can kill it but she's better off leaving it there she's like inviting. are you trying to argue with the compulsion why can you not handle the compulsion look at Kalika. she just said she's swimming in and I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I agree with it. Just doesn't make <laughs> you know, running out of fingers to hold onto the cliff with. Okay, Manny. <laughs> well, if you could use fire damage underwater, he's <laughs> gonna melt it. <laughs> All right. Well, That's according only to at Jared, the end of move that that happens. Okay. Okay. According so, to Jared Crawford, underwater being underwater doesn't prevent spellcasting at all. <laughs> Because it's why not? Because why? Why would anything prevent spellcasting? Who, who yeah, all the wait, how are, is Anton what about verbal components? Is there anywhere Anton can breathe? Like, is there any air pockets down here? Because he can drown. Don't worry too. about that. You'll have gills for that soon enough, Anton. Uh, he's but anyway, fish. don't worry about the fish. Uh, so yeah, now our friend uh, starts swinging all three tentacles at uh, Jarzak and Norhill. Here we go. I, I just will say, rules-wise, uh, player handbook 198, uh, creatures and objects that are fully immersed in water have resistance to fire damage. Would you look at that? Well, I'll keep that in mind. You hear that, Ronnie? Is Anton going to become a fish or not? <laughs> 
I'll take that as a no. I don't think she heard that. That's but, fine. Uh, uh, of course that rule is not in spells. It's in combat. Because fuck me, right? <laughs> so anyway, apart from fucking Norhill, what's your armor class again, Norhill? 20. Okay. So you get slammed by two of the tentacles, and Jarzak gets hit by one, unless your armor class is a lot higher 22. than I expected. It, it still hits. Wait, you say 22? <laughs> It's not, it's 16. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck are you talking about? So Norhill gets smacked for 18 points of damage. Oh no. Uh, this is, uh, is that combined or just one attack? That's combined. Okay, so, and this is just uh, normal, regular, mundane bludgeoning damage? Yep. Two attacks. So you take up six. Okay, uh, I have nine. Uh, Norhill is practically a death door. <laughs> Don't worry, Jarzak's going to be joining you. Yeah, Jarzak takes oh, Jarzak seven points of damage. Jarzak wasn't actually fine, but he's a real bro about being fine. <laughs> Which really pays off for you in the end. Okay. <laughs> so now it goes to uh, Norhill. All right. Um... Uh, how does he react to Jarzak now being in the pool? Well, after getting smacked a couple times here, uh, you have the opportunity to make another wisdom saving throw. Natural 20. So oh, after getting smacked the first time, you're like, damn that Jarzak, that lazy turd. And you get smacked the second time in the head. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. And with that, you recognize that that giant fish monster thing was trying to enslave you. You don't know where Kalika and Anton are at this point. They seem to have gone off underwater. But Jarzak is not the enemy. The giant fish monster is definitely still the enemy. Why are you preventing me from fulfilling my mission? Uh, I'm going to try to hit it again. The mission. Yeah, are, are they still compelled for Era too? Who? Jarzak and Anton? Uh, Jarzak and Norhill? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. So I suppose Norhill would make more sense if you were heading on your way, but I, I'm, I'm going to let you f- slide with this. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I can take my movement thing. afterwards. Uh, but Yeah, but the point remains, I got a 23 to hit. Thank God. Okay, continue. All right. Uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. Now let's see. Uh, and the second attack is a miss. Very well. Just what I was hoping for. Um, I'm going okay. to use a bonus action to second wind real quick. Okay. So that doesn't get me past bloody, but I'm out of direct death range now. Um, so these pillars, uh, how are they arranged? They're just like small floating kind of plateaus as if like the stonework inside of here has been leveled so that people who came down here to worship might be able to sit upon them. Each one of them is about 10 feet in diameter. Diameter? Uh, diameter. Norhill's going to try to leap to one closer to Era. Okay. Go ahead for that athletics check. Off the top of every... 23? That's good. 
And then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to jump as far as I can into like a shallow water dive. Okay. So with that, you splash in the water directly next to Jar's hack. Now, just so I remember, the concentration check for spells, it's either 10 or half of the damage rounded down, whichever one's the bigger. Yes. Okay. Well, Jarzak, I don't want to say this all comes down to you. But you feel... Uh, oh, fuck. Okay, sorry. Hold, hold the phone. Fish monsters enter the pool of water. And so now, <laughs> Jarzak, you feel the vibrations of your katana blade and you see the light glimmering through as if the sense that you're like in here on some mission to follow era is getting kind of cloudy okay now you feel compelled to pull the katana out for one attack before leaving and continuing down the tunnel past your with your friends right you feel the katana blade kind of calling to you in the same magnetistic kind of way that uh, anton was pulled towards the room but what you feel inside is very strange and tumultuous, as if the blade is calling to you, like, how could you let this happen to you? Everything you've wanted to be, everything you've confided into me, the blade, your homeboy, how is it you would fall so quickly to serving another master beyond yourself? And so with that in mind, the blade is begging you to be pulled for one sundering slice before the rest of your mind Let's go of the one friend you had who believed in you most. Okay, maybe Kleeka believed in you more than the sword did. But that's kind of a hard bet. Yeah, Blade. The wandering Blade. Uh, I uh, I was going to do a cool trick, though. Okay, I pulled the Blade. Okay, I'll give you advantage on the attack. I don't suppose you need it, but we'll is see. Th- is this going to be my action, then? If you use it as your action, you get inspiration. God. Okay. You ain't got to uh, do it. What were you going to do? I cast Phantasmal Killer, which does a lot more than my weapon. I think I think you might you might want to do the blade thingy. Unless you miss, in which case I'll feel really bad. Okay. I pull the blade. I, I mean, hey, I, I make the campaign. I guess I end the fucking campaign. Am I right? <laughs> 16 to hit? With my three good... and my seven rolls? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So with that, I quit the campaign, and I hate all of you. No, I'm just kidding. So with that, you pull the blade, shakily, not knowing if you should trust the blade kind of calling to you as Ira calls to you, like, what are you doing out there, dummy? Come on down, hang out with us in the fish. So with that, you pull the blade out, and as you do, it erupts out of the, uh, the, the scabbard here. In the form of the ancestral blade, the the swordsman erupts from the actual hilt of the thing, I mean the scabbard, and shoots towards our friend the fish monster. Go ahead and roll the damage. 
Just say two. It'd be funny. Yeah, do it to me. Go ahead. Force my hand, Jarzak. Let me kill the party. Thirteen. That's not two okay. at all. Okay. So with that, the blade. Do you do code. bonus damage because of hex or anything? No. Nope. I did not do the the hex blade hex. I did a regular ah. hex, which <laughs> lines up at having disadvantage on the spell I was going to cast. But you know, swords are cool. I mean, if you want to, I mean, it's still counted as a hit. We can count the phantasmal killer damage as that instead. What was the phantasmal killer going to look like? I well, it essentially what save or die? Ma- yeah, but manifest their fears and stuff. But they have disadvantage on the saving throw because I hexed them. I mean, you still got advantage, I and mean, we counted it as a hit. So, um, so what I got to do a saving throw against it with uh, the penalty yeah wisdom right. save disadvantage what was the saving for dc 16 okay i got 16 okay it does nothing i Jarzak. rolled two tens jarzak lays down yep. <laughs> i will I... say this much though as as you shoot off that thing and the the swordsman goes flying out, you sense the fish monster as it get like stabbed. It lurches back as if like there was some sense of fear to it as it as it darted aside, seeing this thing go flying out of you like a rocket launcher, just straight towards it. This illusion of something killing it so quickly, so penetratively, all of a sudden you don't feel the compulsion towards Era. And all of a sudden, Kalika has no need to be swimming that deep down in the water. Anton sees only one era. Norhill realizes that... I also do a bonus two damage, necrotic, because they're hexed. You know, (laughs) I could put into words how much I hate being interrupted for two points of damage. (laughs) Yep. I but could I'm not say how to. much I hate for only having two spell slots and having this spell. You know what? What do you want from me? I gave you the effect of the spell and I didn't even have you cast it as if it counted. You're all good. You didn't use Phantasmal Killer. I just had the effect come out in the attack. I didn't actually count it as a casting. Oh, well then it's feared. Wait, What? <laughs> What are you, what are you yeah. saying? What, you what said, are you, you doing? You said the effect counts. It's feared. If it passes on the save? No. What are you doing? Why are we... Tra- well, hold on, hold on. The, 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 you, you just said you counted the effect. <laughs> the effect fears. <laughs> hold on, now everybody's talking. Wait a minute, hold on. Now I don't even know what Jarzak's saying. Or Jared, I guess one of the two of them. You said you counted the effect and the effect is a fear. That's... Oh, is it? Even yes. if I pass? No. But you said you counted the effect. I did. Okay, fine. Okay. Well, like... I, I hate to break it to you, but he does have some pretty hefty immunities. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah. 
Well, in the in the fearful moment here, it darts to the side, breaking the, the compulsion that it held over everybody in this chamber as it darts away from you for fear that something was just about to lop its head off with a spectral blade. So as it scuttles away and sort of creeps between two of those big stony platforms, again, Anton comes to the realization there was no era in this water apart from the frozen crystal one. Kalika sees nobody down here except for Anton floating next to him with the fancy lantern somehow lit underwater. Um and then Norhill up there realizes that the tentacle smacks and everything keeping him from Ira is not as dangerous as the fact that all of his friends are in the pool of water, potentially about to die from some strange whatever the heck held them down. Now, and, uh, Norhill being the only... Oh, no, you jumped in too. Right. Never mind. Fuck it. You're all going to die. This is just the worst combat ever. Anyway, as, as Norhill and Jarzak break from this, you two both clearly see that the fish monsters with the tentacles have now entered the pond. And they are waiting towards you guys. So with that in mind, wouldn't it just be the funniest thing if, uh, you know, all of the water in the place, the, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm fucking feared. Why? Uh, yeah, right. Wait. Now I'm afraid, so I can't even do jiddly shit, can I? Didn't you say that the creature passed its save? Yeah, yeah, I know, but then I gave him the effect for the spell because he used it for the storyline moment, so I don't mind it. I mean, but you still passed. I was just wondering why you said that. If what is even going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't think fear ca- prevents you from casting spells either way. No, it doesn't. No, I just can't move closer to you, which in my case, I guess, isn't such a big deal. But that fish monster, you can see after the illusion breaks, and it seems to try to scuttle in between a couple of the pillars and try to hide itself away from you guys. It wriggles around a little bit, the tentacles swirling a little bit as it does. And all of a sudden, everybody in here senses the water begin to come like kind of grasping for them. And uh, could I get a wisdom saving throw from everybody? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess 18. You're fucking kidding me. <sighs> I got a seven because I fucking fumbled on like the highest stat I have. <laughs> you didn't okay, get the lowest water. roll though. I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a sixteen. We're gonna what die from your end of the What did Norhill get? Eighteen. Okay. Okay, so Kalika and Norhill, both of you two, sense the waters tightening around you as if the water itself is, like, alive and coming to compress you, as if it's aware of your presence and, like, kind of trying to convince the water inside your body to get out of your body. Uh, Jarzak and Anton, unfortunately, fall for this, and (laughs) both of you guys take five points of damage. Kalika and Norhill, however, take nine. And so Huzzah! we go to the top of the round with Anton. How close is Anton to like the block of ice with Ira in it? About 60 feet. He's going to go toward that block of ice. You are going to take one heck of a penalty for your speed swimming down there. You're going to have to, because you swim at quarter speed, right? No, climb at quarter speed, swim at half speed. Yeah, so it's going to take you... Now swim speed matters. Well, we're not. Wait, can he just like? Can he just like shoot like an um uh, uh Jarzak? 
Do you want to lob a fireball? Like sacred flame at it? Try to burn it? You know, I don't want to say that that doesn't sound like the best idea, and I think Anton knows that shooting fiery weaponry at the frozen block... Radiant damage. Radiant damage. Okay, but the radiant damage ain't going to do nothing to it. Could. I think Anton can be evilized. I mean, heck, if you want to launch an attic, by all means. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of anything else I might have that's not technically fire baits. Like, I don't think a light will do anything. Uh, no. no, he's just going to try to hit it with a sacred flame. Okay. So, as you hoist your lantern, which miraculously is still lit underwater, uh, you Sponge aim it rules. downstream, naturally. I mean, this one's a magical flame. That's that's a little different. But yeah, radiant light. Is it an attack roll? It is an attack roll, yes. No, sacred flame is a deck save. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, I, right. this one Sorry. felt like one of the ones. Well, as much as you think a frozen block would try to jump out of the way, the sacred the sacred light shoots down the cavernous way and illuminates the icy crystal, and you can see that it, it does absolutely nothing. And instead, mm-hmm. uh, you feel something prodding into your mind, trying to talk to you. Would you like to open the line of communication? Yeah, Anton's been opening to everything today, so as well. Some sort of voice in your head says, free it from its curse. (laughs) 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 Great. Look pretty hard. (laughs) He tells me nothing. I hope that's a little alarming to Anton to hear something saying free it from its curse. But, you know, Why is this God cursed? <laughs> are you trying to talk back to it? I think he's more just trying to theoretically think about what kind of question. <laughs> are you questioning aloud or are you actually asking back to the voice, Ronnie? I'm trying to figure well, out what the hell's I, happening I guess here. he will, yeah, if he's opening up okay. communication. Gotta communicate back. Like, what do you mean by a curse? And it, it just communicates back and says, they are all cursed. They deserve death for standing defiantly where we once stood. Free it. We will kill it. And you will be rewarded with impossible power. Wait. Wait. Can, I can't do an insight check on a voice, can I? I don't think I need like- one. Do you need one? Should I do an even more evil voice? No, I'm just trying to. I, I'm just trying to really make sure. Like this, this is definitely a. I think it's very clear to Anton that the voice is coming from the tentacle fish monster across the way, and when it's saying to get rid of them, it. It's talking about Ira. I think he's gonna maybe turn back around and kill the fish monster. If Ira's been down here like this for now, I think she'll be okay for another few rounds. <laughs> So with that, Anton begins to swim back at half speed. Yeah. And with that, yeah, you you okay. You're about 15 feet away from the uh the entryway into the room here. Or sorry, no, you have reached the threshold of the entryway to the room. Okay, right. So you're at the far side of the main watery chasm here. Okay, okay. Fucking very good. Now it's Gliga's turn. 
You see Anton shoot a laser beam at the ice thing, start talking in his head, bubbling, gurgling, and start turning around and getting a light swim. How obvious would it be if Klika just pretended to still be under the compulsion and just did some more swims flaming around? I mean, I think that a thing that makes its entire life's mission forcing things to do things for it it would probably oh, not not paper. for the enemy for for everyone else. Everyone else just looks over like yeah, Click is still doing it. <laughs> I'm no, just really this combat's been so easy for me up to this point, and now you're asking me to make decisions. Now you want me to do stuff. So are we doing a performance check or deception? <laughs> Which one are we going to go for? You know, it was so easy. Uh, all right. Uh, how far away is the ice block from Clico? 60 feet. That's pretty far. Can I move the full 60? No. Move the sweet 30. With my dash, right? Wow. Uh, well... Yeah, I guess Kleeka will just go and try and murder the uh, fish monster too and swim a luba 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 over the that back that way. There's so if you use your movement speed, you can make it to where Anton is and you'll still have an action left. Yeah. How far away is the fish monster from me once I'm next to Anton? You will be uh, 10, 20, 30 feet away. Do I want to use Shadow Blade and potentially get mind controlled again immediately? Yeah, I can just kill Anton. Uh, I will bonus action Shadow Blade uh, and then throw it at the fish monster. Okay. Because it is shadowy under here, you get the advantage on it. And because right. it's a dagger, it works at uh, no penalty, right? It, it's 20 feet, but it, so it would be 20, 60 long, up to 60 long. So it would be disadvantaged, but because it's dark, I have just flat. Okay. Or isn't the I, rule with underwater where you can't actually shoot to your full and you can only shoot up to the... God, Dan, if I was running an underwater combat, I would have looked these rules up beforehand. Yeah, All right, Mr. Rule Cyclopedia. <laughs> okay, don't you even hit me that Rule Cyclopedia baloney, okay? Well, Mr. Bend the Rules. Uh, I can be there quick. A ranged weapon attack automatically misses the target beyond the weapon's normal range. Even against the target within normal range, the attack roll has disadvantage. Unless the weapon is a crossbow, a net, or a thrown weapon like a javelin, spear, trident, or dart. I'll count the shadow blade. Yeah, dag daggers are thrown. Okay, so that's a 26 to hit. Who's finding crossbows underwater? Okay. <laughs> Crazy people, <laughs> fucking absolutely insane dudes. All right, so what'd you get? 26. 14 damage. Okie dokie. 14 sickic damage. You say sickic? Yeah. It's like sure. side check. And I'll take that too. Nice. What is it? All right. little. I had a friend who said it physic or something. 
the least physic of all damages. Um, so with that, our friend the tentacle starts swinging again. Uh, at this point, trying to keep itself uh, safe. How long does the fear effect last, Jarzak? So you've passed the save. Okay, well, I, you know, I'm feeling lucky. Well, this time I got a 16. Again. I got a 10 again. Three tens in a row. Been there. So at least I'm not scared. Pretty tight. Uh, I scuttle into the middle of the room. And then I whip one tentacle at Klika, one at Norhill, and one at Jarzak. It's at the end of the turn that you'd make that uh, save, by the You're way. You're fucking kidding me. Yep. Son of a bitch. All right, well, then fine. Just two for Nora Hill and one for Jarzak. We all happy now? Oh, all right, the two for Jars. I mean, the two for Nora Hill. I feel bad now. I got a 14 and a fumble. And then the one for Jarzak, I got a three. Without the bonus. I don't imagine your armor class is solo. So It's a 14. Apparently, what? You say your armor class is 14? Yep, had to put the shield away to attack. I still didn't hit, but okay. And now it goes to Norhill. All right, uh, Norhill's going to swim back to one of the platforms. Okay. Um, how much movement does that take up? Uh, we'll treat it like standing from prone, so we'll take half your movement speed to climb up. Okay. Um, how far away is the creature? Uh, it's between two of these, so you could go to the other side of it, finish your movement speed, and smack it. All right, yeah, I would like to do that. Okay, so attack number one, uh, 22 to hit. Okay, that's good. Uh, for a good 15 points of uh, piercing and lightning damage. Okay. Then the other attack is going to be a 17 to hit. Okay, that is good. All right, and I'm going to turn this into a goading attack. Okay. Uh, so let's see, it's going to deal a little extra damage. And um, it needs to make a DC 15 wisdom save, which I believe is a disadvantage because of Jarzak. Nope. Or, no? Con concentration broke. Oh, uh, you lost it? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, DC so concentration. Um, or it has disadvantage on all attacks other than against me until the beginning of my next turn. Okay. I got a 14. And I got a 14 points of damage. So, uh, and it fails. It's going to take that disadvantage. Okay. All right, and is that it for your turn? Uh, yep, that was two tax and movement. Gotcha. All right, so now <laughs> our fishy friends begin to enter the water and they move in to protect Fish Daddy. So our strange anthropomorphic fish dudes uh, come scuttling in, and I believe Jarzak is the one closest to that region of the water. So the two of them start swinging in on you. And you recognize one of them uh, having been your handshake pal. <laughs> no. 
Uh-oh. And what was their armor class again? 14 because of the shield? Yep, 14. Okay. So with that, they start swinging in at you with your tentacles. One of them got a 13, and the other one got an 18. So, you, you take, oh, three points of damage. And you have disadvantage on wisdom saving throws until this guy's next turn. Fun, fun, fun. So now uh, goes to you, Jarzak. Okay. I. Uh, so there's two around me right now. I'll use yep, my bonus action to, to Hexblade Curse the big guy. And is he close to me too? Yeah, they're pretty much all within swinging range. The well, sorry, the big fish guy moved away, so he's about ten feet away from you instead. Okay, yeah, I'll do my curse on him, and then I'll attack one of the smaller ones. Okay. Uh, twenty-one to hit. Okay, that's definitely good. These guys don't even have the wherewithal to slide out of the way. Uh, fourteen to hit. 14 to hit or 14 damage? To hit. I'm just doing both attacks. Okay, both hit. Uh, seven damage. Okay. Eight damage. On both of them or just one? Uh, just to one of them. I do both gotcha. attacks on one. So as you swing at him with both sides, uh, he already looks bloodied. And you hear a gurgling voice beneath the water echoing out and it says, Maybe not. Is that it for your turn? Yep. All right. So now, um, well, nobody's charmed, so I guess that doesn't matter all that much. Hey, uh, Cleco, you want to do me a favor? Cool. I'll kill Anton. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> no. Can you, can you can you roll me a wisdom saving throw real yeah, quick? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. in a fight like this where Norhill's like clobbering doing all the damage, just relentless swinging back and forth and Klika's on an underwater adventure. You know. Got a 17. Okay, so you feel like the voice that entered your head as you were debating going down to the end of the pool, you felt the voice almost like ventriloquistically like thrown down there. And it was like, no, please you just come on down here. You have to kill your friends first. And you're just like, wait, no, I don't. So with that, you shake it off and everybody um, at once hears a sort of like mental knocking at the back of their skull as if something is trying to intrude to communicate with them. Who would allow this into their head? I think Anton allowed too many bad thoughts. He's going to shut it off. Klika swings that door open and says, hi, I'm Klika. <laughs> hey, out of my head, intruder. Zach always hears voices, so yeah. He's like, who else is in the group chat? <laughs> F in the chat. There's like 96 numbers Jarzak doesn't recognize. <laughs> None of them have ever responded until now. So he's like, oh, all right, yeah, what's up? So apparently Jarzak and Kleek are the only two who answered. Yeah. Sounds like it. So the voice 
hint, it, it enters you guys' minds very soothingly, like 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 fog rolling over. You know what I mean? And it comes in billowing, and it just says, "I will let you go. I will spare you if you free it from its icy prison and allow me to exact justice. I will let you go with whatever treasures you would like from below, and I will let you live." Each of you, you will not say what you saw here, and I will leave you be. Give me this gift, and I will let you live. Otherwise, I will return, and I will either kill you or your progeny, your children, and everyone you ever loved. Uh, Well, if you'll have to make sure you do it for 400 years, or... The shadow of Felior is going to beat you to the punch. <laughs> Just also, I already door. lost all my tokens, and that's all the treasure Klika needed. Klika's shutting the door. Did Jurzak have anything to say? Yeah, Jurzak said it. Said so what? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, with you that, Jurzak. a deal. And the voice is just like, wait, wait, really? Oh shit. Uh yeah. Anyway, um uh uh yeah. Jarzak, yeah, can you do me a favor? Can you roll a wisdom saving throw real quick? Oh wait, it's at disadvantage. I forgot. Yeah, I'm doing it. Because y'all uh, got fish slapped. 14. Okay. You are a lucky bitch, I'll have you know. You, having accepted this little offering here, recognize the futility of this idea, right? And the idea that this would work. So you hear the voice continue to say, you need the one with the light to do so. Kill him, sever his holy hand, and do the deed. And as you're like, okay, wait a minute. The last second. That's all I need. I mean, yeah, basically. And so with that, as you as you hear this logic, you're like, wait a minute. My hand's perfectly good for everything. Just beelines (laughs) it. Yeah, right. I mean, you notice now that the the deal, the offering of a deal was just an opportunity to enslave you like it had apparently enslaved Norhill. Either that or Norhill was really good at lying about like, oh no, I'm being I'm being mind controlled. Hey Jarzak, I've always hated you and your feet smell. Oh, the illusion is broken. Uh. <laughs> this is just a chance for everybody to say the things that they always want. That's, yeah, that's why Klinko was like, yeah, maybe you can just sort of just get away with fucking around this coffin. <laughs> so that Jarzak uh, realizes his mind was trying to be controlled yet again. And you feel the katana blade begin to hum and vibrate, kind of reorienting you. But yeah, so was there anything you wanted to say before you close your little door? I'll leave the door open. <laughs> no, please don't. Okay. Well, <sighs> did you want to say anything before we move on to Anton or? Well, no, I'll just, yeah, I'll go get that hand for you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look, I don't even have mind control. This guy's just fucked. <laughs> so with that uh anton what would you like to do you're at the uh mouth here and our friend the fish beast is about 30 feet away from you 
I was gonna hit the fish piece, but Scorch and Ray. Okay. Because we're talking about the big fish daddy. Yeah, I'm just trying to hit the big fish daddy. Okay. Just because there are also completely immersed in water, so it has resistance to fire damage. We just learned that. Why don't I have my other like spells, guys? (laughs) Mainly, uh, I don't think control water is going to help me here. Unless I pull out a crossbow and shoot it in the head. Just move all the water out. I was going to say. Wait, can I like do the opposite of drowning? Like, make all the water go away? You can't Fish can't breathe. (laughs) Wait a minute. Because I could flood, part water, redirect flow, and whirlpool. Ooh. I don't think what are you going to do? Clicker needs the tickets for the whirlpool, though, so... You could flood all the water, the water out of the door of the chamber. Just push it all out. Oh, like yeah, I'll just part water around the fish. I'll do that. I'll get the, all the water out of the pool. And kill it. Say, what's the that square one? footage you're allowed to move with this? Uh, control water's 300 square feet. Okay. Which really isn't as much as you think it is. Okay. Because 20 by 20 is 400 square feet. Is it enough for me to get... And that's not including depth, right? Oh, wait, that'd be cubed, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. square feet. I just want to get the water away from the fish people and see if it hurts them. The fish people or the fish daddy? All of them. I mean, yeah, I guess if you can just do 300 square feet, it would be better to try and part it and just part it. Yeah, if you use the part water, you can make a trench. I'll do that, sure. You cause water in the area to move apart and create a trench. The trench extends across the spell's area and the separated water forms a wall to either side. Trench remains until the spell ends or you choose a different effect. The water then slowly fills in the trench over the course of the next round until the water level is restored. And your range is 300 feet. So you could take the room and bisect it down the middle. Sure, let's fuck it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you allowed to use... Um... That is a very good question, though. Thinking about verbal components underwater. I'm not going to Jeremy Crawford, that's not a fucking problem. <laughs> but no, okay. what, what what you can do is just move up a few feet so that your head is above the water and you can speak the verbal components. Is that what you like to do? Is that so if I can do it? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so you float up. What do you do? It's up, floats up because it's it's a little bit of a combination of I don't know where the hell he can actually get the dust because he's got more than enough water. He didn't drop a lot to cast. Uh, but basically, he's just gonna take a he's gonna get up to the air, take a big gulp because he hasn't breathed in like a couple rounds. So his lungs gotta be hurt like hell, probably. And he just like points toward like the ceiling and kind of spreads out his hands and he says, "Reveal to us beneath the deep." Okay, and so that you feel the waters reverberating from behind you. And that magnetism that you sensed before seems to like all of a sudden vibrate and hum as if the crystallized being down in the trench below you seems to be granting you power that even the illuminator wasn't granting before. 
the tread slowly begins to ripple and form, revealing the giant tentacled fish monster sitting in the middle of the trench here. And the line of the trench kind of extends all the way out, and it just sort of sits here in the middle of it. Uh, I imagine the trench, just because it says, again, the trench from... Uh, Trench extends across the spells area and separated water forms wall on either side. I'm imagining it's going to be like 30 feet wide and then it goes the entirety of the room's length. Yeah. Sort of making up the kind of square footage of 300. And so, yeah, it just sits there kind of all of a sudden you see the little openings on the sides of its head start like opening way harder and more dramatic as the thing starts to be gasping and wheezing. And Jarzak, with his door still open, hears swear words from a different dimension. Um, <laughs> it doesn't seem like this is a very good situation for our friend the fish. And it begins to yell at you to, to kill Anton and make this suffering stop. Horse Master, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll I get remind you, you I, get I have it. no enslavement over you. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I know. No, this is just revenge for back then on the hill. No, <laughs> this is just a Jarzak lying to another monster. It's fine. But he knows he doesn't. Anyway, okay. You're just, okay. It's 21 you know deception. It. You're going to roll for deception? <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. I did. 21. Huh. That's funny. I got a 21 as well. Well, then it knows I'm lying to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess so. Fucking, it's just like, what is your, why are you, I'm literally dying over here. Can you stop? Um, and now it goes to Klika if that's the end of Anton's turn. Okay, can Klika get to the parted water part? Okay, you're gonna do that and then run up and stab the fuck out of this fish thing. <laughs> Very well. Okay. As you run up to it, thick goopy oil, like 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 you know that like that squeeze sour goo you could get as like candy. It just starts like coming out of massive like coin-sized pores on this thing's skin and just like starts like covering it in like a slimy KY jelly. And it is just, it is just a slimy beast. And it just keeps pouring out more and more of it as you run up to it, as if like bubbling and popping on its surface. Click it just screams, I already put on sunscreen. <laughs> I didn't need this. <laughs> This okay. is just like Princess Mononoke and they cut the head off the god and it got all weird and goopy. Is it like that? That is, so, a, good, that is a good thought. I like that. <laughs> what, right. What's the actual attack you're using? Uh, Shadow Blade with Booming Blade. So 19 to hit. That's good. Wow. Almost all twos and ones. Uh, 13 damage. Okay. Then I will use a bonus action to convert my last spell slot into two sorcery points. Okay. And that's my turn. Fair enough. Okay. And now on its turn with you in base contact with it, it sort of sits there for just one second as it seems to like deeply be wheezing. And as it starts to shuffle sideways in a very pathetic little way, um, it stops for a second and sniffs at you. 
as if the bubbles popping seem to like accelerate towards the front of it, aim towards you. And the intelligence, the brilliance of its tiny little pearl eyeballs all the way ridged down its back, they all seem to like flex and turn more pale as they turn onto you. And you feel a more gentle attempted intrusion into your mind. <laughs> so it's like a soft knocking on Kleeka's mind back door. Yeah. Kleeka's gonna fucking lock the deadbolt and close the blinds. <laughs> and with that, with lightning fast fury, three tentacles come whipping towards you as it attempts to kill you with a relentless, harsh vigor that you hadn't seen even when it was trying to kill everybody else. As if, as you now approach and get nice and close to it, it realizes something. Maybe it, it knows you from somewhere or something. I don't know. It kind of hinted at having a problem with cosmological beings, and I guess maybe it smelled some cosmos on you. So with that, uh, three tentacles come careening towards you, and I got a crit on one of them, a 20 and a 15. Okay, so only the crit hits. I would fucking hope so. Alright. Oh, Jesus. Dice on the move. Um, so with that, as the two of them go swinging for you, and you manage to definitely dodge out of the way, one of them comes flying overhead and slams you in the head and you take 31 points of damage. Ha. Easy peasy. <laughs> really? Ah. Good. It's not that's not a friendly amount of damage I just got right there. Yeah, I could be with having rolled yeah, Kleeka finishes dead bolting and uh, closing the blinds on that door and then walks across <laughs> the room to Death's door and just starts knocking really hardly on it. Like, hey, Death, hello, Kleeka here. Is, is Kleeka bleeding? Kleeka's on Death's door. Like, what does that mean? like critical. Single so digit. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I wouldn't use a legendary action and slap you to death. One quick one with the paddle. Uh, so now it uh, goes to Norhill. All right. Uh, Norhill is going to come careening down from where he was still standing on top of one of the pillars uh, to knock this thing on the head again. Does it count as being prone? I mean, no, because it can technically move around down here. Like it's always laying on its belly. Okay, then uh, can I flank with Kliga? Yeah, I'll count you flying down onto it as flanking with Kliga. Kliga blinks. Right, so I get advantage. And uh, does this mean I can find you down? Twenty two is good. And uh, I'm going to make this another goading attack. So go ahead and make me that uh, DC fifteen wisdom save. Okay, I got a 10. All right, uh, so it's got to attack me or take disadvantage. And uh, uh, and it's going to take 19 points of piercing and lightning damage. Jesus Christ. Okie dokie. And so this beast after getting slapped in the back and having Norhill, what did you say to goad it? Uh, uh, I say, oh, don't forget about me, beastie. We're not through yet. Its giant fishy tail 
goes flying over your head, Norhill, as the thing tries to tomahawk its entire force into one move to try to knock Lika's ass down. So at disadvantage, mind you. And uh, I'm, I'm going to use my reaction for that to spend a use of warding maneuver. Uh, Kika, your AC increases by four. All right, you gotta be you gotta be a twenty-five. You're lucky I used my last spell slot on to get two sorcery points back, or I could bump that up to thirty. You know. Well, I got a one and a three, so I guess that's all the fucking cards. But this fish beast, in that kind of barbaric tenacity, its tail smacks one of the rock columns. It doesn't even get close to you. But seeing, like, the intense vigor, it is literally choking to death. And it's still, like, awkwardly, like, flopping towards you and swinging tentacles in its tail at you. As if it's like... <clears throat> and again, you feel a soft intrusion in your head. As I don't know what kind of weird fate that I got just now, but on my first attack, I rolled a 14 and a 14. This time I rolled a 7 and a 7. So is a 15 going to be enough to hit this thing? Oh, no. Okay. But yeah, that, that was very strange, and I don't know what that means, but... Yeah, 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 Captain Numerology. We got a yourself, lot of doubles. This. Yeah, I, I got 10 three times in a row. Yeah... I think that the universe is about to explode or something. Probability is going all out of whack. You can only hope. Uh, but now our fish friends over by Jarzak, uh, they continue to try to beat on him with their weird tentacle arms. And they say, you could be our brother. Uh, thanks, Ronnie. Uh, wait, one of them gets a 17. Wait, I always wanted a brother. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> foreshadowing um so let's go ahead i got a 17 on one of the attacks yep is that good enough yep all right you take six points of damage as he smacks you over the head and you take disadvantage on wisdom saving throws fucking six points of damage to everyone else 31 to click i fucking see how it is look man i got my crit and i rolled my max damage okay i'm coming for you shit and you also got Norhill fucking doing everything in his power to wrestle the goddamn whale tail over here. Yeah. He's holding on to it as he's flying left and right. Screaming. Like, you want. Please. Screaming dwarvish battle commands that Kleeka's trying to fucking just follow. Um, yeah. Screaming dwarvish battle commands in dwarvish, so that doesn't help anything at all. No, Kleeka learned uh, a couple of those, remember? That's true. She did pick them up very early on in the game. Uh, one thing I will say, Jarzak, that you notice is the guy that just smacked you in the head, uh, he clutches at his head as if like getting like the world's worst like migraine all of a sudden. Blood seems to start pouring out of his eye sockets, or at least where eyeballs used to be, and he falls to the ground. And Klika, staring down the uh, very ugly face of this strange fish monster, you see wounds brought on by Norhill's pick begin to slowly close as it is siphoning health back. So Jarzak, what would you like to do? Was the one was the one that fell down the one he hexed? Uh, it was the one that you already did damage to and hit twice. I hexed the big guy. So. Oh yeah, you hexed the big guy. That's right. Okay, I'll attack. Uh... Hmm. You know, There's I'll go left and then fish daddy. 
I'll go over to the fish daddy. Okay, you're going to take an attack of opportunity from the uh, fish guy. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I got a 23 on the attack from the... Yep, that's a hit. What? I got three points of damage on you. Okay, I walk over to the big guy. Jarzak's still good. Uh, and I hope so. I'm going to attack him. Okay. This is just the Hail Mary from the it team where just, it's like, you know it, in my mind, I'm going to be like, are uh, you sure you want to keep this door open, bud? Because uh, there's there's stuff in my head that you're not going to want to see. <laughs> oh, my. The response that you hear back is, I will kill the star spawned maggot. <laughs> and he definitely is aiming towards Klika. Hey. I'm Klika. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do Don't I call have me it, Star Spawned Maggot. Do I have advantage for uh, flanking? Uh, yeah, if you want to go the long way. That's Which, fine. thanks to Anton, going the long way is a lot easier of a trip. <laughs> thanks to our dehydrated fish monster. Uh, that's 20 damage on the first one. And you're I crit. This I crit so... It's a hit, and, and that your, was 20 damage. And your hex damage. Uh, was this any sort of fancy attack? No, just a sword attack. Just okay. a crit. Very well. Um, Do you have extra attack? No, that, so the hex damage is just extra damage. Oh, I was just asking if you had a second attack you could do. Yes, I do. I was talking to Ryan, though, because he, he said the hex damage, but it's already added in there. No, Fair it's enough. the 1d10 plus the other d10 plus your mod. Oh, okay, so an extra three damage, then. Okay. Fair enough. I guess I'll add in those two points from earlier. Uh, 14 to no, hit. I'm just kidding. That doesn't hit. Okay, that's it for Jarzak. Well, I mean, apart from hearing your friend Klee get called a Little star spawn maggot. Um, I guess, yeah, that's not very friendly. Um, and now uh, goes to the layer. Um, since the only person who's actually in the water right now is Anton, can I get another wisdom saving throw from you? Yeah. Because I was going to say, everybody else made it very much so a point to climb out of the water and into the dry spot in the middle. 18. Is that 18? Yes. Okay. You feel the water start pulling at you again, as if trying to suck the waters out of your body and into the waters around you. But holding the lantern high and holding the space, the trench here, you maintain your faith and you do not succumb to the pains of the water. And now goes to your turn, Anton. What would you like to do? Anton wants to heal Glika, because he imagined that hurt really bad. The teeth go flying out. Because unfortunately, maybe it's just me, but I feel like all my heal spells kind of honestly suck. They're really not that I mean, good. You, don't, you, yeah, you, you only really get healing word and cure wounds. That's it. For yeah, and prayer spells. healing, which is like a 10-minute thing. Right, like a post-combat heal. Yeah. I mean, at this Unless you point, want to upcast. I was just going to upcast Healing Word. 
And Klika? Yeah. I mean, is Klika 60 feet away? Yeah, yeah most definitely. She's yeah. only about 25. Oh, so you could get into base contact, too, and do cure wounds. Can I, can I do that from transferring from the water to the land? Yeah, it's kind of like, because the way that your trench is set up here, it'd be kind of like when you're at the beach and there's a big-ass wave and you, like, turn around and, like, body surf it back. You kind of, like, slide down into the dry spot and you're able to meander over to Klika. Got it. He's going to, like, belly into, like, the ground, like a steel one. <laughs> Riding a shield like a boogie board. I'll use a Swim a demon. <laughs> Swim swam. Actually... Yeah, at least it's your. Oh my god, one second. Son of a gun. I mean, what spell, what level do you cast it at? I'm going to cast it at level one, just in case. I'm already out of level two spells. I only have one, like, one level speed, three spell left, and one level one spell left after that. So, so is it just d8 plus the uh, mod? Yeah. What'd you get? Five. <laughs> wow. Klika <laughs> has been saved. <laughs> an honest roll from an honest player. All right. Well, with that, uh, Klika, it's your turn. Cool. Uh, Klika is going to Booming Blade, Shadow Blade attack again. Okay. Let's see what another, you can do to fish fish. That's another 26. 18 damage. And then I will use my last two sorcery points and booming blade again with a quicken spell. Okay. Do you 19 got takes. That's good. Finally, some decent damage. 25. Dang. And so with that, our friend does not look very well. Whew. Man, what a combat. Such a fun time. You know what I mean, guys? I think yeah, it's about to go. Oh, I, I will uh, use Fury the Small to do seven more damage. Might as well very check cool. that box. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is on Fishy Friend's turn here. It angrily shifts itself as it sort of tries to wriggle away. Well, the uh, water get... is back, right? Slowly coming back. I thought oh, it came back by the end of the round, or by the end of Anton's round. Once you a... give it up, but it's a concentration, or up to 10 minutes. So unless Anton oh. gives it up, I imagine yeah, just yeah. holding up the lantern, you're just <laughs> kind of keeping the waves at bay and poked Klika in the, uh, in the eye with healing spell. So... With that, uh, our friend Fishy Boy, uh, I'm going to get an attack of opportunity from Jarzak and Nor. Uh, Norhill used his reaction for defensive maneuvers. Yeah, I did. And then Klika didn't use a reaction, so, right? Yeah. Okay, good thing you didn't use your shield. Um, yeah, so Jarzak and Klika are able to hit an attack of opportunity. I'm also going to roll my uh, 2d8 for the booming blade. Oh, very true. Fuck. See, now it becomes a game of the threshold of damage I can survive before this becomes an ex-fish monster. Alright, so that's 8 damage from Booming Blade. Oh boy. 20 to hit. Okay. 
uh, soft 20 to hit as well. Okay. I am very glad I ate that last fish monster before I left. <laughs> 14 damage from Klika. Jesus. 12 damage from Jarzak. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not saying if I didn't kill that fish monster, I would be dead. Fuck. Oh, yeah. No, that slurping health thing is just... And so, oh, with that... We gotta kill this other smoothie. He, he wriggles <laughs> all kinds of slowly on his side, getting attacked by both of you as he does. And the ooze and the slime starts to float away from him. Um, at this point, he wriggles his side into the water and backs up super quick and starts riffing it out of there, scooting away 50 feet from the combat. Um, yeah, and at this point, you can see uh, the other fish monster guy. Um, or I guess it's Norhill's turn. Yeah, Norhill, go ahead. Save the day. All right. Uh, well, he's 50 feet away. So what Norhill is going to do is he is going to uh, quaff a potion real quick. <laughs> A true gentleman. Close to minimum, though. Was it 2d4 plus 4? 2d4 plus 2. Oh, ew. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, that's... I could be the five hit points between myself and death. Uh, and so he's going to just, you know, uh, throw the potion bottle over his shoulder so that it shatters on the floor. And then he's going to freaking like truck it into uh, <laughs> the water, like shouldering his way in to go after the monster. Unfortunately, the water, like the pressure shooting it straight up for the wall is too much. So once you hit it, it's like hitting one of those like, like, like the surfing walls at like, on like a cruise ship. So you hit it and you just go flying up instead. He no, just, he just, he just Mario jumps. It's exactly like little Mario. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. I can deal with it. Can Norhill ride the water upwards and then land on one of the other platforms? You know, I'll give it to you on an athletics check if you want to do that. <laughs> to, to yeet yourself into the air using Anton's wave. 24. Yeah, so you grab your shield and you bang it once, put it in front of you and boogie board your way up, shooting into the air like a ski ball. It's sort of like that scene uh, from the two towers where Aragorn serves down the stairs on his shield. Yeah, you just do it in reverse. (laughs) But with that, up on the top, looking down at the crystal clear waters, you see this fish monster hurtling down the tunnel passageway where the ice crystal thingy was. It's headed down the tunnel. And from what Anton and Kalika knew from going down there, the tunnel ended in two passages. One of them had the crystal in it, and the other one just went farther, deeper down into the darkness. I think I can guess where it's going. Yeah, and for everybody else who can see, the other fish monster begins to bleed from its face and orifices, and starts to wooze back and forth. And, uh, yeah, now the fish monster begins to slink under the water and try to make it all the way across, except it reaches the trench in the middle, and this strange Squidward-looking monster, I didn't notice how much it looks like Squidward, but a nightmarish depiction of Squidward pierces through the watery trench wall and starts like, trying to wriggle through here uh, to the other trench wall, but stops dead in its tracks as its movement speed ends. 
Okay. And then Jarzak, you're up. Okay, Jarzak moves 30 feet closer to it and then teleports in front of it. To what? The fish monster? Yep. Okay. Daddy or Squidward? The fish daddy. Uh, okay. So, the yeah. Daddy, if you would. Wait, now there's another monster? There's the uh, squid guy. Remember, there's the two fish boys? Oh, I thought he was bleeding to death and dying. He sure is, but he's trying to follow his fish daddy down beneath the surface. Oh, that poor soul. <laughs> yup. Okay, so you, you hurdle up forward. How far are you allowed to teleport? 30 feet. Okay, so you you're actually 50, right? the exact speed away to pop up right in front of it. Yep. Or at least directly beside it. That's what I do, and I attack it. Okay, cool. I'm just saying, this is very accomplishable damage. If you can land a really sweet attack on it, you might be able to kill it outright. I got two 22s for my hits. Those are both hits. I got 14 damage and 14 damage. I <laughs> rolled the same on all my dice. <laughs> that is a kill. So go ahead and describe it. Fucking thank God. Uh, so I was that close to getting away. Jarzak just walking along the bottom of the water just <laughs> disappears and just like whips out the long sword and it just does a double slash right into it. Okay. I imagine you could even suggest that like you teleport underneath it and as it's like torpedoing down the darkened tunnel, you just like teleport underneath it holding the blade up and the thing just gets bisected down the belly. And with the second slash, cut it to create like a like a lowercase t, some sort of cross shape, like you would to gut a fish. I don't think it'd be the fillet. Yep, you're no longer allowed in my head. Give me back that fillet of fish. Uh, <laughs> then the Jarzak just points towards the uh, Squidward guy. <laughs> you're next. Yeah, he's far away. He's in the trench. He's he's out of there. You can't see him. But I mean, he feels your point either way. Yeah. So Just, I'm uh, pointing with, at a wall. <laughs> so with that, yeah, right, as you pointed at a stone wall alone in the darkness underwater, he felt it though. Um, but with that, the combat seemingly is over as our squid friend falls to the ground dead, bleeding from his orifices and just lays there gurgling in the trench that Anton had created. This trench is going to stay here for another... 48 or oh sorry another fucking nine minutes so would you like to keep the trench like this while you guys talk yeah um is that trench that doesn't go to like the tunnels right like that won't affect the tunnel that no no i imagine you just cut this way so that you had the best access to uh all the characters and the squiddy fish so i think it's just gonna ride the uh side of it up to where norhill is uh, land on the platform Norhill's on, fall on her back, put her shield over herself, and just mumble, cover me in Dwarvish. And just fucking... Clink is done. She has 8 HP. She has used every one of her spell slots, all of her sorcery <laughs> points, all of her action abilities. She has nothing left to give. <laughs> I'm happy to do another Cure Wounds on you. It it's not never gonna be enough. 
No rest for the weary, it seems, not yet. As he shoves her back in the water. <laughs> just like kicking oh, her back. is taking kill. a careful watch uh, over at Anton. Norhill is taking a careful watch over the shield as he sort of, uh, you know, uh, sits down on the side of the platform. Hey, do you want to shut the doors? Anthony's going to do it first. He's going to do a level three cure wounds on Klika. You could also do that prayer of healing thing, I imagine, right? That takes 10 minutes, though. And he's already concentrating on the other spell. It's not worried. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to climb up onto onto one of the pedestals with these guys. Uh, I'm trying to see prayer of healing. That would heal everybody. Yeah, I'll do that one. I just figured, I'm like, that seems to be the best bang for the buck. And I imagine everybody's pretty well hurt from that fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, one second. Let me get the health card. So did Jarzak close the door? I shouted out up to them because there's no way Jarzak's making athletics Everyone gets to get up there. Points. I mean, you are underwater deep down the tunnel. I don't think anybody heard you. A couple of bubbles popped on no, the it's... surface and I would come out and shout up to, like, go into the trench and tell them that. Also, not to go back to it, but can we talk about how Norhill, like, scootered his shield up and, like, landed on there like some sort of, like, professional, like, X Games guy, and Jarzak <laughs> just walked into the face of the wave and kept walking underwater? <laughs> like, how weird that is that he just, whoosh, just walked straight through it like a fucking curtain. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so as you come out and yell it out, I don't know whoever closes the door, but in the time and the peace of the room, somebody closes the door. Yeah, and no, then, no one else going to do it. Um, is it just two like? Uh, yeah, it's just the two doors you guys came in. Norhill yeah. is going to like stick uh, like a crowbar or something in there uh, on our side, just to make sure that no one else can come through the door while we're figuring things out. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and so with that, hey Anton. Uh, that big fish thing wanted me to take your hand and remove it and touch it to the crystal. So in order to gain control of a god or something. So uh, I think I think you just got to go touch it. It kind of looks a little skeptical get at that. I mean, I can try to touch it again. But he gives it. But he gives a nod. He said, "I heard something similar, but well, yes, I think we have a way of freeing Ira." from this torment. Well, the other option would be to try to haul the whole thing out of the water and you know, conduct whatever experiments are needed. If this is the easy way to do it, we should at least try that first. I mean, I can try touching it first if like, we, if you have your doubts. Uh, Two no. stone golems arrive from the walls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, the last time that happened, two stone golems attacked us from the walls. So we might attack. want to let Anton try first. It was a puzzle. Let's they, calm down they, here. They, they asked us anyone. a very simple they question. Us. They attacked our minds. They attacked us with philosophical <laughs> questions. That counts. Everybody shut up. Click is trying to sleep. Shut up. They're <laughs> like... Is this just, what it feels like to be without powers? Yeah, just a shield over her face and like half of her body. Shut up! I hate this. Slamming place. her fists into the ground. The one time Kalika's closest to death is on the island that like toys with the concept of life and death. Yeah. This is not the place for Kalika. Kalika hates this island. 
And so, um, so what's the plan? Anton's going to sneak a pat and say, I think we got through the worst of this. And he's going to head over down to the tunnel. Did we get the prayer of healing? Healing. Yeah, 13 points. Okay, excellent. All right, so does everybody go swimming down? No, no, Norhill's going to stay up top, keep watch. Okay, so who goes down? Garzak is already there and staying there. (laughs) With printed onto it. (laughs) <laughs> the ice has formed around his glove he's stuck he's like shit <laughs> it's like huh my holy magics aren't working like Jarzak take your stupid frosty ring off her Ooh, sorry I, I can't it just pulls his fucking skeleton arm out of the glove it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> he's just got his tongue printed on there because <laughs> and so with that uh, Anton and Jarzak and Klika yeah is gonna go down definitely kick the corpse of the i'm assuming it was an abolith but i don't know kick the corpse is a big fish on the way by and keep going it it has already begun to decay and to fizzle into like murky waters yeah it's pretty gross but with that so what does anton do once you get down there this chamber that you reach at the bottom it almost seems like an alcove that was kind of carved out at one point and adorning it like a trophy, the the frozen little encasing here, which is about the size of like a coffin, I guess I'd say. Inside is Ira with hair sort of mid-flow as if at one point she was like in water and got frozen perfectly where she was. And she just seems to be floating in there with her little eyes closed, looking tranquil and peaceful, though deep in meditative trance as if hyper-focused on something and frozen in a snapshot in time. All right, we gotta wake you up. He's gonna touch the, gl- He's gonna touch the ice, see if he does anything. Try to commune with her. Okay. So with that, Anton approaches underwater, swimming down deep below, and puts one gauntleted hand or bare hand? Bear. Okay. The... Ice itself is not cold to your hand. You feel as if it should be cold, and Klika and Jarzak feel cold water around it, but you approach it as if it's any other water, and as you touch the surface of the ice, you realize the illusionary barrier that was there as your hand slips past the ice as if it didn't exist at all, and your hand reaches forward, and you bump one of her hands that are sort of, you know, knelt together in a, in a firm pose, and her eyes slowly open up and her hair begins to move and the entirety of the icy crystal begins to flow away and she just looks at you guys with tranquil silvery blue eyes and just sort of looks back at each of you in sort of like this like awakening way as if broken from a trance. Clika waves and says hi I'm Clika on their water. <laughs> Barbara Brookwell. Darzak just holds still at the. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows who they are. (laughs) Anton just holds still for a second. He says, You're underwater. You don't say anything. The joke was a click of girls. He just tries to observe if she does anything else or tries to like communicate with him telepathically. He doesn't know. So with that, she just looks left and right down here in the cavern 
and she swims back up to the surface. And so Norhill sees four heads pop out of the water and Ira seems to float to the surface as if walking on the water. And the three of you in following her also float to the surface, able to walk upon it. And she walks onto one of the stone landings and she says, how long has it been? Um, well, the whole continent's a desert. And so with that, a single tear rolls from her face and hits the ground with a small splash. And she says, are there any left? More yeah. than, yeah, more than you'd think. The people here are oddly resilient to the horrors they have to endure. Like half awake, Kligo, like, you, you know, I'm not feeling too good. But with that, she says, um, and so I assume the devils have not breached the gateway and the people are still safe from the onslaught of the Inferno. And that is where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in. And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons. Dungeons.